What's going on, man? What's going on? Okay, so we just gonna get right into when you're finna waste on time. We'll do the track in a minute. Um, thank you for joining the Green Candy Podcast. Our apologies about the technical difficulties. It's all good. It's all good. No problem. No problem. Um, go ahead and give everybody your podcast. Talk about that. Um, what we were talking about a minute ago, and we're gonna let you have the floor. Well, hey, how y'all doing, everybody? My name is Eric G. I, my podcast is Random Thoughts with Eric G. Um, I have a new episode every Thursday on all platforms. Also, I have a YouTube channel, Random Thoughts with Eric G. You can find me on Twitter at Random Thoughts with Eric G. And I also have a um, a uh, Instagram. Y- y'all know I'm old. I don't know this stuff. <laughs> Instagram, uh, Random Thoughts with Eric G. I just started. Um a little bit about a little bit about my podcast. Um, it's a podcast dedicated to all the random stuff that's in my mind. Um, I have music artists come through. I also have featured leaders coming through. Uh, we talk about marriage. We talk about being a step parent. I talk about sex, love, drugs. I, t- <laughs> I talk about the crackhead wow. neighbors I had. I talk about it all. Um, I'm able to vent. I'm able to just. I can just do whatever I want on my podcast. Matter of fact, man, but um, it's a great show. I'm able. I mean, it, it, it's, it's able to release. I love it. I love that I'm able to just say what I want, do what I want, and just have a good time, man. I'm able to have my kids on with me. I'm able to have my family on with me. I'm able to have some great friends and meet some great people. And thank you again for having me on your show. Thank you. No problem, man. No problem, man. Thank you. So we're just gonna ask. Um, what got you into doing your podcast and what motivates you to keep going during the hard days, you know, and nobody want to look or recognize you, you know, the whole nine yards. So what helps you, you know, get through all that and what got you started? All right. Um, just like everybody else, y'all, I, I got started during, uh, during the pandemic um, back in 2020 um, when everything was slowing down. Um, that's when I pretty much picked it up. Um, like I said uh, before, is that um, I love to talk. I love to talk, man. I love just say what was on my mind. So being a podcast was easy. Um, originally, um, originally the whole random thought idea came from um, these posts I would do on Facebook uh, called Random Thoughts. Um, it's, it started back years ago is when uh, people was doing these random thoughts on Facebook, and I just took it as a joke. And um, so I started doing like random thought one through 10,000 and I'll just say whatever comes on my mind, whatever comes on my mind, we're like random thought today, I got gas, you know what I'm saying? So it was whatever, it whatever came to my mind and I just posted on Facebook and a lot of people was liking it, man. And I was able to just go from there. And then also um, about a couple of years ago, I was able to write for the local newspaper I have in my city and you know, through the fact that I had a, uh, I have my own mentoring group, my nonprofit organization, the Green Rose Foundation, um, which I named after my, my late mother. Um, I was able to write for the newspaper, and um, I remember when I spoke to the editor, I told her that my goal one day was to have my own like type of radio show or like social media show where I can interview a lot of the politicians and 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 people in, in the city, and I'm. I'm surprised I'm able to do that now. 
So that's wow. that's what I was able to do. So that's how I got started. And um, one thing, like I said, what motivates me to keep going is that I, I love that it's my outlet. It's no, I don't make a lot of money from doing it. You, it's a it's been podcasters. You, you really you if you've been a, a real podcaster, you realize that this is you're not gonna get rich. <laughs> not all bad. No, no. You know, you know. So this is not like a, a get rich quick thing, but. You do this right here just to to see people like just to just I, I do it like I, said, I do it just to do have a have a way to vent and also I'm able to showcase a lot of the talent in my city and not just my city my in my state North Carolina you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm from a small city like I said earlier I'm from a small city um, Henderson North Carolina um, uh-huh. we're known for like being one of the with second highest crime rate in North Carolina. Um, and my goal was in my first, in my first episode was that I want to showcase my city from more than just violence. So I showcase right. all the talent I can. And that's what I do. And that's good, man. Cause like we were saying before, um, a lot of our people don't showcase the positive, right. you know, we just, and you see it on the news and the newspaper, you get the alerts on your phone or whatever. It be so much killing and we kill our own people, you know, every day. So, you know, people like ourselves and you, like, we want to put positive things on the map. Right. right. We want to put positive things out there because it's so much pain and negativity and hurt and anger. That's number right. one going on right now. And people confused, they scared. Because we don't know what's going on. So it does help, you know, like when people come with positive because y'all, everybody got their own story. Like we were saying earlier, you know, you never know what somebody might be going through and everybody trying to what chase their dreams or do what makes them happy. But you have so much oppression going on and people that don't want to do for themselves they don't want to see you succeed and whatnot and that's what we love to do connect with like-minded people you know like yourself that want to we don't care how small it is we don't care how small it is that when they at least spread some kind of positivity so we definitely applaud people that do that we don't say it enough I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, we, well, one thing, like I said, like I said, my thing is, man, I love the fact that, like, like I said, there are so many like Facebook groups for podcasters that we get a chance to connect. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's one thing I love. I love the fact that we get a chance to like bounce ideas off each other. And and in 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 this podcast world, that we are willing to help each other out. I didn't think that that was even possible. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's one thing I love about doing it. You know I'm I didn't think that we can actually connect like this right here. And I, I love the fact that we get to meet people from all walks of life. You know what I'm saying? So I love this. And again, and, and like I said, I, I don't think people understand. I'm really, I'm, I could be really <laughs> Southern. I could be really Southern. So when I say thank you a lot, I can say thank you 300 times. <laughs> so thank you again. Oh. <laughs> so appreciate it. I'm, I'm really, I'm like, I'm be, I'm, I'm tell you how I am. I'm going to tell you, Miss Candy. I'm sorry. I'll tell you how I am. I'm, I'm really yeah. like, I can say, I'll be like, thank you, thank you, thank you. So you're like, all right, man, shut the hell up. I'm sorry for customers. Shut up. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to do that. 
we we definitely not gonna do that because even if you hadn't said it one time, you know, like we said, we want to help promote, you know, our own people, and we don't do that enough. We got to stand up and wake up, you know, and help one another. So even if we don't, even if you hadn't said not one time, you know, we don't look for that. We just look to help people and whatever happens, it happens. Right. You know, even if you don't promote us, not saying you won't, but just anybody in general, like, even if you don't, we don't, we don't trip. We don't because a lot of people go into things with a motive mm-hmm. to get something out of it. We don't operate like that. We want to help our own people. And we got to tell you that, you know, stand up and learn how to do for themselves instead of relying on other people to do it. And we don't really care what race you are. A lot of people are lazy. They don't want to do that. And and like I said, being a podcaster, let me tell you, and like I said, we said this earlier, you know what I'm saying? It's, being a podcaster is not for the week. It is not. Nope. We this is not the easiest thing in the world to do. And, and you said you was a radio y'all did y'all work for a radio station back in Atlanta. I I, I applaud you. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> on four <laughs> stations. On see look, and again, I don't know how you did it. <laughs> but you know what? That was no as a, as when I was younger, that was something I wanted. That was like a dream of mine though. I wanted to work for a radio station. Okay. And I, I don't know, and I don't know how like like that was kind of like Something I always want to do because I always had like some kind of some kind of background around music, and um, I think a radio station was something I always want to do. You know what I'm saying? And or even on my show, I kind of go into a radio like personality mode. And um, yo, but yeah, but like I said, I, I I commend you for doing it though. Thank I mean, you got to say thank you again. See, I'm trying not to I'm trying to stop. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Like we said, yeah. do you man? We don't. When people come on here, and like we said, we are Muslims, so we don't control nobody. You come on here, you do you. So you be comfortable. We want people to be comfortable, relaxed, and you know, just give off good vibes. So whatever you feel like saying, whatever you're comfortable with, do you. <laughs> we let, have, that's one thing we can say. Well, let me go ahead and take. But, I'm going to take my bra off and get relaxed. Then let me go ahead and um. <laughs> Settle on in. Get comfortable. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> no. Well, no, just because and that's the other thing we're doing the podcast, y'all. And you know, with us, we real like antisocial. So okay. we don't talk a lot. But when we get on and do our podcast, it seems like we do a whole lot of talking. <laughs> It'd be crazy because we the most quiet person. Ask our husband, he'll tell you we the most quiet person. If silent is kept was a person, it'd be us. (laughs) Straight up. But when we do our show, it's like we can't stop talking. Oh, come on. In reality, in in real, in in the real world, I guess, and I guess because, like, I I kind of, I believe in in horoscopes. I guess because the Virgo in me, I am, I'm more, I'm I'm always observing. I'm always, I, I pay attention to everybody. So, I, I got to be real comfortable with you for me to be like show you my, my like my my talkative out crazy side. Um, but I try to, like I said, I can I can sometimes fake it when I'm out in public. But I'm like you sometimes. I can be more. I can be an introvert when I when I want to be. 
Um, but on my show, I check like I turns up like to a whole nother person. And and I, and I shoot for the, I shoot like I shoot with a gun. I go straight. I go straight at it. And and I love and I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing how people like interact with each other. I love I love like mm-hmm. I love asking, I love asking like the questions that nobody gonna ask you. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I love about being a podcaster. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the fun part of it. And that's how you you know have to be. You have to be yeah. that person that's willing to step out there. Right, right, right. Um, and do what a lot of people don't want to do. Right. You have to be what we say an original and not a copy. <laughs> right, right. And that's, and, and like I said, and I, I mean, one thing, one thing I want to get, like I said, I want to appreciate what you said earlier, though, how you, how you were saying about, um, about being just being being original, not being a copy, and, and all the good words you said about me earlier. I'm telling you that is, you know, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to copy and put it into my show. I really appreciate that. Um, oh, no problem. You may. That's you know, what I we believe um, in Islam. I'm like obviously I'm, 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 I'm light skinned You you made me blush, <laughs> so I appreciate it. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate it. I'm blushing this too, so we good. <laughs> Yeah, he understands he understand me. Us light skinned people, oh, yeah. to be for sure, for sure. But, uh, we say yeah. it every day. Us <laughs> <laughs> light skinned people blush without a doubt. Um, but thank you again. Thank you so much for all the love you showed me, especially on this show right here. I really, I really love it. Um, and and like I said, on my show, one thing about my show is, um, when it comes to one thing about random thoughts, is that we bounce like it's random because my mind bounces around in the middle of topics. So if one thing when we and when we you spoke earlier, my mind kind of bounced around a lot. So we went from talking about the show to talk about the war and talking about marriage. So my mind goes there. You know, that's one thing about me. I, I it like to jump around. And so so do you like write out how you gonna do your show, or does it come off the top of the dome? Because that's how we are. We don't write nothing. Don't we write just get on the talk. I don't write not one thing. I don't write nothing. Okay. And and I, I pick up, it picks up off your vibe. The only thing I would write if I'm doing like a game with someone. Yeah. Then if I if I'm gonna do a game with with, with my uh with my guests, it's gonna is gonna that's the only time I write it down. If I'm gonna do a game when I first start doing my podcast. I was like, if I had a guest on, say, yo, let me try to do, um, let me try to write it out because I'm a stutter. I'm a stutter the whole like beginning. But <laughs> should we do on our show? We keep it moving. Look, like like I said, we all learning. We trying to build, and right. and we go we go play our show back. Like, okay, don't do that next time. <laughs> you know, talk a certain way, but you know, it's everybody's different. Like, right. I. You just have to do you. You stutter, and just like with us, people think we have an accent because we talk real heavy with our tongue. But like, you just have to get on and do you. Just be you. You know, it ain't gonna be perfect. Nobody's right. perfect. But as long as you're trying, you know, everybody gonna have their critique. Everybody yeah. gonna judge and probably have something to say. But are they doing it? Right, right. But let me let me tell you right. Well, I'm on season three of my show. And I'm gonna okay. tell you anybody if y'all go back and listen to season one, you can see all the mistakes I made in season one but- on my show. And, uh, and, <laughs> and and when I tell y'all my biggest mistake, and I and I even said it on my show, 
my biggest mistake in my first season was I kept saying man. So every after every mm-hmm. word it was it was man. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying, man, man, like man, uh man, man, no man, man. And I kept like that's like my go-to word when I'm like nervous. <laughs> so it goes straight to man. And I hate that. Like I there was one thing I hate that I said, and I said, Well, y'all, I'm gonna say man 300 times. And I had to keep doing it so I got comfortable with recording. And I think I'd, I'd record over 300, like, on to my show and other people's shows. I'd record almost 300 shows. But um, I'd, I'd have been on so many people's shows and talking to people. I actually got more comfortable with doing it now. So, yeah. So, my stuttering, I got to get my stuttering under, you know, under control a little bit. But, you know. That's something we still working on, you know. And like I said, you're going to be trying to change a lot of things. We in season three as well. Also, we just started season three last week. Right. Um, we had another guest on that we had a husband on. Um, so, yeah, go check out that episode because he's a clown. Just let y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> go on, now. Oh, man. It's the last episode we just did because he's a clown. But, yeah, um, it's the same thing, man, you know. Man, but You're let me not tell gonna y'all. have. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I talk. I'm sorry. I'm go ahead. <laughs> no, you the guest, so we said y'all got the flow. So go ahead. Oh. You do you. Oh no, but I'm just saying, like, like, like going back into the shows, like dynamic, though. And like, as you get, as you, you know, as you go along, as you keep going, and like I said, mm-hmm. I love that you saying that it doesn't matter if you got a lot of listeners or not. You keep pushing, but as you keep going, you're gonna get more comfortable with it. You're gonna have way more guests. And as you as time goes, like you're gonna have your own swag with it. And you don't even gonna you're not even gonna sound the same as you first started. Nope. Like that would get me like like I like to me when I first started, y'all, my like I didn't know I had an accent. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know that I, like I know I'm from North Carolina, but I didn't know I I I sound like this right here when I first started. So it really was thick. But um as time went on, man, I'm able to control it, and um, I go from there. I'm really, I'm really comfortable in doing it now. Yeah, it's the same thing with us. And people actually think we from Africa, and we be like, "Huh? Oh wow!" That's because of how we talk. Because we from Georgia, so that's oh. where we were born. Okay. Um, grew up in Florida, and. We we never catch it because obviously we talk when we do hear so we be like we sound like a baby we sound like a little three year old <laughs> like a kid but oh man I told and... somebody I told somebody I sound like um I sound like a a, a dyslexic a dyslexic kindergartner <laughs> but, something um... like that like we tone deaf or whatever but. <laughs> We, it's crazy because we don't like how we sound, but we're not going to let that stop us from doing the podcast. Oh, no. You can't. Absolutely. You can't. You can't. No. You can't. But it's, it, like you said, I tell you about it, it's being a podcaster is one of the easiest, funnest, stressful jobs you ever had. You ever have. It's fun. Like you have days where it can go by so, like, like I said, like, like now I love speaking. Speaking to you is, is really good. I re- we had, we have some great conversations. I really love speaking to you. Um, I, I love meeting new people. I love meeting new people. I love getting oh, yeah. a chance to, get a chance to just express how you feel. Um, and like I said, like you said, your show is off the cuff. You can just say whatever you want to say. I really love that. So 
I mean, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy being a podcaster. I enjoy recording. I enjoy I enjoy the fact that I get the chance to have my family on. I get a chance to have oh. my family on my show. I, mean, I get a chance to have my, my kids. Um, I think I had both of my sons um on my show. Um, I did an episode. I did two episodes. I did an episode of season one is about being a, the struggles of being a step parent, where I right. told um, what I told about um about because like I said, when I met my wife, she had she had our two sons, and okay. they was young. They was uh they was eight and ten when I first met her, and now now they're now they're sixteen and fourteen. Um, so when I Right. So when I That's so all I we're gonna them, say. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> so I brought them I brought them on the show for an episode in season two and I asked them to like to tell me how do they feel about me. Like to tell to be as honest as they want to be. Tell me how they feel okay. about me. And we got a chance to actually connect in a way that I didn't think we was able to connect on my show. You know what I'm saying? I never got a chance to ever like to speak to my kids about how they really felt when it came down between our relationships. Our relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know that my son couldn't stand me at the beginning of when they first met me. Of course. You gave away his mama. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Then, I, then I didn't realize like I knew that anytime they think me and the mom were going to get intimate, they were trying to bust through the door. That's why I knew. I knew it had to be something. They did it on, on purpose. So you know what I'm saying, so like we had a great, some great conversations. Man. That that was a great conversation. Of course, man. And our youngest son, he is 14. He is what we like to call our bodyguard because he don't play. He just like our husband. He don't play at all about us. Um, and he will interrogate. Like oh, you love my mama, you you gonna treat my mama good because he's seen us go through a lot. We've been through a couple of unfortunate uh, domestic violence situations where we had to fight back and whatnot, and we know our kids did see a lot of that. So he kind of, um, made a long story short, took the responsibility and still asks us that now, mm-hmm. um, making sure we okay. Right. And... So yeah, we, we can kind of understand that, and we actually like that because not a lot of step parents do that. Mm-hmm. They don't talk with the kids on how they feel about stuff, and not saying they got an opinion because they don't pay no bills. Let's make that not clear. One bit. Not not one bill, y'all. Not one. Not I one. They, I wish they will, please help <laughs> me. Fast, <laughs> but they still are kids. Right, but you know, and, we, you know what? Sorry, but I said, but what? You know what, what? When it came to our relationship, me and my my wife relationship. First of all, I didn't, I didn't even want to get in a relationship. I didn't want to, I didn't want to push the relationships like further, and if, if her kids didn't um, accept me, accept me, and accept our relationship, or if her kids didn't accept it, I didn't want to pursue the relationship. Um, because I had to be around her kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's the thing with me. I didn't when we so when we got serious and I like I met her, like I didn't I didn't I didn't want to meet her kids until me if I didn't think me and her can get serious. If we won't go get serious, I didn't want to meet your kids. Um so when when I did meet her kids and me and her was getting we were moving forward to getting serious, and I am gonna tell you though, and maybe this just me being soft, <laughs> but yeah. we, um, I'm just being it's honest. respectful, and that's what a lot of people miss and screw that, you know. 
being soft versus being respectful. So no. Nah. Right. It, it just it just the man of me though. I, I, you know what I'm saying? The man of me. I I had to be and I, I told like I told her I when I I'm not dating you, I'm dating you and your kids. So mm-hmm. when I got into when we got to the place when we were gonna move on to being officially boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, I actually asked her her son's permission. Would it be okay if okay. your mother would me and your mother take it to the next step? Now I know we were gonna do our thing regardless one way or the other. But I asked them, I said, yo, let me ask you your permission. How do y'all feel about me and your mother taking that next step? And at the time they was like I said, they were young kids. So like, how do y'all feel? And they both gave me their honest opinion how they felt. And they were like, we we like you, so yeah, we have no problem with it. Right. So and then so so even so as so when even when I had this conversation with them as they got older, I always want to include them into any aspect of our life of, of me and their mother life. So I wanted I wanted I wanted to know how they feel throughout the journey of, of over the years. It's been it's been like I said it's been times as we talked even in in our show I told them I said look it's been time I had to get at you like a parent like like, like I'm their parent still. I'm gonna get at you in your face when you're wrong. I'm gonna let you know that you're wrong. So exactly. how did you feel? How did you feel during this situation? And they told me straight like that. And they even told me they're like, look, we understand that you had to do this. We didn't like it, but we understand that you did this. Which was respectful. We went, we went back and forth on a lot of stuff. And I love that we had we was able to do that. We did it on the show. And it was but- we did on the show. And it was for where a lot of people could hear it. If more of our people did that, boy, we salute you for that for real. If Appreciate more it. of our people did that, it wouldn't be so much miscommunication or misunderstanding. Because we can understand, you know, you married and y'all get divorced and they move on and the kids be like, you ain't my daddy or whatever. Right. He may not be, but he's still an adult. You got to respect him. Right. She may not be your mom, just like we tell our son, because he's down in Florida with... um his dad and his wife. So right. we tell him, we're not going to interfere. We're not going to mm-hmm. tell him how to run their house. We ain't got to agree, but they're adults. So you're going to respect them. Right. We don't right. care how you feel. Right. You know, you're in their house. Mm-hmm. So we love how you did that. More of our people, man, I, I, we can't say that enough. Appreciate if more of our people did that, man, we could co-parent so much easier. We could get along so much easier. Appreciate it. But Appreciate we take it. the hard road. But, and, but you know what though? We is is is. But you know, sometimes we got to take the hard road to get to the easy road though. So sometimes we got to go through the BS though. We we do. We do. So I mean, sometimes some people got to learn the hard way. And I realize that. <laughs> I, I, I realize some. And I and I and you know what I'm saying. I hate I hate to use the word, but sometimes niggas got to be in a nigga. Sometimes niggas. Unfortunately, it, it's true. I had to, you gotta bump be your head up against the wall about a hundred times and be like, nah, "I got knots everywhere." But like, I mean, I mean, okay. and, and, I, and I am the guy to help you bump your head against that wall. But um, <laughs> but, but I'm saying though, but I, I said sometimes people got to learn the hard way. But but my thing was, it does it when I mean, co-parenting. Like like I said, my my sons had their own dads, had their dads. Um that was in the picture before I came in. So I'd have had conversations with them. Um, okay. I'd have had conversations with them outside of my wife and outside of the kids and all this stuff. And like I said, it's not easy. It's not an easy conversation to have, but, no. um, 
We we all did. I did. I went through all the process. I went through all the process, and I even spoke about it on my show. We went through. It's not an easy process. It's not, being a step parent is not an easy process. No. Um, but like I said, though, but I'm able to speak about my journey with it, um, which I'm glad. I, I, I feel like that, that I'm glad I was able to do that and tell it, tell it. You know what I'm saying? Because, hell, we right. all go through it. People go through it. People go through this stuff. Every day. Every day. And it seems like, you know, your show gives you a platform to where, you know, you're able to express that without, you know, putting people on blast or whatnot. Right. But it seems like you're able to use that in a positive um, manner, if you will, in a positive right. mindset to hopefully teach somebody, well, you know what? He going to be around my son. They're going to be around my daughter, blah, blah, blah. You know, we got to come together. And that's what we so adamant about, you know, because we, we love how you're saying that, like, just like with our husband, mm-hmm. and he's he stepped up. And when we're around his kids, we're going to have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be new to us. And we're probably going to talk about it on our show. <laughs> it's going to be new. It. But you know, I think you should though. I think you, I mean I think you should though. I mean, you know, yeah. it's up to you how far, how far in depth you want to go with it. But I think you should though. I think I mean, I'll be honest with you, it it helps you relax with it. Have you it helps you feel more easy with it, especially because hmm. for me, I'm I'm, I'm telling you, with me, it was like I had certain things I held in for a long time because it gets on your nerves. It's stuff getting on your nerves. But 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 it was, uh, I, was able, I was able to vent. I was able to vent. I was able to vent, but not in a way that was. Like I didn't vent in a way that was kind of like crazy. I didn't come off like like hard with it. Um, right. I was able to I was able to vent with, but my thing was I love that I, I was able to get the kids on to tell me the to, to vent how they feel. You know what I'm saying? To tell me to their face. That how did beautiful. you feel? How did you feel when this guy came in your life? This 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 big guy came in. I'm a big dude. I'm six three, over three hundred pounds. Ooh. I'm a big dude. So, oh, wow. so like, how did it feel when you seen this this big six three dude coming knock at the door? And yeah, my, and my 14-year-old, you know, I said he's like your son. He's out, he's outspoken. My 14-year-old gonna tell you, <laughs> he gonna tell you to your face how you feel, <laughs> how you feel, feel straight up, no chaser. He gonna tell you straight. Like, he like he like like man. I like who the hell is this big ugly dude? Like, but he was. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what? These changes where we don't realize as adults, it does affect the kids. It does. We don't care how small it is. It does affect them. So asking at least how they're dealing with the process and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like we said, they don't pay no bills. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent, mm-hmm. they have feelings, but they don't run the house. Let's get that clear. I, but I would drop, drop kick on both right now. Uh, <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> we old school. You say I'm what there. now? I'm, I'm I'm very 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 old school. They know it. You about to throw dishes around like you pay bills in this mall? Let's go! Come on. Let me, let me tell you, man. <laughs> I tell, well, you know it's funny because you know I, I tell my son Dre. I tell this is, you know, my, matter of fact during the beginning of the show, during the beginning, show, both my sons were downstairs who would listen to me do the show, and um, so they 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 thumb they thumb me up the whole time, give me thumbs up how they they like and everything. But yeah, but like I said, we had we had to go through hard times and everything, and I tell them all. I tell them both, like, I love you. I, I love you like you my son. I'm going to love them both like you my son. Wow. I, 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 I tell them, I love you like you my son. I'm going to make sure that you're protected. 
you safe. I'm going to do whatever I can for you. But just know, I'm going to put my foot in your tail when you need it. So don't think that I'm going to always sit back and just let you do what you want. That's not going to happen. I'm going to treat you like you're my son. Right. And, and we they, and they, that, man. Everybody want to be their child friend, like, and be cool and all that. No. But when you know, did that become normal? But you know it's weird, normal. though. But I'm going to tell you what's weird. Let me tell you this right here. Like, I'm going to tell everybody this right here. The truth is, with my youngest son, I, he sees me as his friend. He, I swear he sees me as his best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's, he, no lie, no lie, no lie. We Now, he know when, when, the, when, the, when the time of it, it's like a line we cross. And I tell him this, I say, it's a line that we won't cross. Now, you ain't going to tell me everything. I don't even know everything. I'm not going to tell you everything. So, mm-hmm. we, 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 like, this, I'm still a parent. I'm still your parent. You're still my son. So, we ain't going to do that. You know what I'm saying? But my thing, I love the fact we have an open, we have a relationship where, he, where he's having a problem. He's able to come to me. When he having problems, he come to me and he talk to me straight directly. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to cuss and all this stuff. I don't play the cussing stuff. You don't cuss in front of me. But okay. he don't do all that stuff. Like, that. I don't play that now. Now I, now, I might cut 300 times. I said it earlier. Now, I'm trying, not to, I'm trying to stop it. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need God to do more work on me. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, but like I said, but I, he, he come to me and he tell me what's going on. What was going on with his life, his school, if he got a little girl, he got a crush on, whatever. He tells him everything going on with him, um, which I love. I love the fact that we have that that type of friendship. Not friendship, that type of relationship. Um, but we don't cross the line too much. I won't, I would never want to cross that. I would never want him to cross the line with me like that to the place where you don't see me as your parent. You know what I'm saying? And I tell him there too, I say, yo, when I feel like we getting too, we, 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 we opening up too much, I tell him, I say, we got to dial this back. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta dial it back a little bit. You know, that invisible line, you don't want the cross getting the foot in your way, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Too, keep, keep it right there. <laughs> you talk, you talk too freely now. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, now nah, hold on. We got to go old school, like hey, hey, back it up. Hey. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, do you forget? You, did you forget who you're talking to right now? But oh, um, they forget from time to time. It's like we said, we got two teenagers, one gonna be 18, okay. uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Want to be seventeen, and both of them, we be like, "But have you? Huh? Yeah. You tripping? You, you good?" Right. <laughs> and, and, and that's my favorite. And that's my favorite line right there too. I hit, I, I hit you with a "You good?" <laughs> but, um, we cool. Uh, you got spaz uh, out? What, what, what we doing? <laughs> now, I, love, I love my oldest. My oldest on the other side. My oldest is um is, is more the biggest. Is like a big athlete. So. He's 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 he going through the, the the cool the cool stage. He's real cool, um, but you're know saying, but he has he has like I said, they both have attitudes. This kills me. I be laughing. Oh yeah, but, yeah. But you know, so this being a teenager, um, hormones like said, and all that, exact all of that. All yeah, of that. You can't see. They don't want you. They don't want you to tell them nothing. Um, they know everything. Like every, I know more than you, know. and you the adult. Huh? Is every 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 single word, every they know every single thing, every single part of it. I'm like, they already got to figure out. But um, <laughs> I already figured out. I already figured out. I mean, my, That's my, youngest, son told me, my youngest son told me he can't wait to turn 16. I said, I don't know what the hell gonna happen, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a blip. I can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> he told me that when he said, I can't wait till I turn 16. I said, Well, when you turn 16, tell me what's gonna happen because I can't. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> gonna be, be different than what we went through. I, 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 I. I, I told I said, okay, I told my wife, I said, yo, is something new, something supposed to happen at 16. <laughs> was something supposed to happen? Did the, the, the law change? What happened? 16? 
Not that we know. He 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 bought a house. He could buy a house at sixteen. What's gonna happen? He get out. He he gonna move out. Let's let's go. I mean, I said, I said, I think he's still a minor at the age. Anyway, okay, but uh, but yeah, but uh, they still are. Like we said, as far as we know. Um, do I told him? I said, I said, well, he said, I said, I can't wait to turn sixteen. I said, well, when you do, um, I'll be here cheering for you. Okay, but come on. <laughs> yeah, man, but no, uh, but that's that's what my kids. I love I love the fact that they, I don't I don't see them as my stepkids. I, I never I never called I never called I I never called them my stepkids. I never mm-hmm. called them my step. I, I called them. My, I always say my boys. They never been my stepkids. Um, mm-hmm. And I love like I said. I still I love them like they're my own. They get on my nerves every day. And I love that on my show. I'm able to like I, I I'm able to talk to them and get their viewpoints on how about what they see in the world. What's going on with them when COVID hit and they were seeing like the George Floyd situation? Um, when and I, and I wanted and I wanted to talk to them about that. I wanted I, I talked to them and my uh, my younger well, my wife's siblings. Like yeah. I remember on my show, I talked to them about um, how does y'all how does how does this affect y'all as kids seeing this in the world, seeing the riots and seeing the uh, the police brutality, seeing all this displayed in the world, and we're going through COVID and everything slowing down. You able to see it? How does this affect you? And I, I was able to. It was, it, it, mind, it was so mind blowing how much that these kids are really going through with us. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're not the only. We're not the only ones. It, it just it made me realize that we're not the only ones taking this in. These kids are taking in this world with us, and, even um, more so than us. And that's what we were saying <laughs> earlier. It, it, everything that's going on, it affects them too. Right. And we sometimes think as adults that, okay, they kids, they ain't going through nothing. They ain't feeling nothing. That's one of the biggest mistakes. And we've been there. We've seen our oldest daughter, Baker, acted two times because she was going through mental illness. Mm. She's dealing with it right now. She has to go through therapy. Mm-hmm. Now, like we said earlier, with us being the Muslim woman, do we agree with her going through the therapy? No. Is it gonna keep her alive? By all means, go ahead. Right, right, right. It affects but, them too. Go ahead. I'm listening. Hello. Oh no, we say it affects them too. You know, we don't like to think that they're going through things because they're kids, or teenagers, but they are. Right. right. It's not just us adults going through, you know, hell and hot water. They're going through it too now. No, they ain't paying no bills. They ain't buying no clothes. Like we said earlier, we know all this already. But right, right. they still have what we call an emotional content that we all got to get rid of. Mm-hmm. But they going through stuff too. And that's right. what we had to learn as being parents. You know, mm-hmm. we had to kind of step back from our daughter and be like, number one, she acting just like you. That's what we don't want to acknowledge either. When we yeah. have kids, we don't want to acknowledge that she acting just like you. Just mm-hmm. like when you were 17 and mm-hmm. you was going through your changes or whatever. She acting the same way you acting. So you can't you can be a little irritated and mad, but at the same time, no. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like uh payback. So, no, that's the proper word we can use, but it's like you put your mama through it, now she putting you through it. 
No, but I still got chin checked. I ain't gonna say it all out. I got, I got, I got, I got choked down. But um, <laughs> still. Oh yeah, my mom was the same way. She was. Oh, you said what now, pop? See, but that's the we you know, but that's the that's the thing too. I'm tired to 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 this right here too. We know these. You can't do that to these new kids though. You can't you can't do that to these new these new age kids. I realize that these yeah, new age. Oh, all that child abuse. No, and you can't. No, you you do you do that because you whoop the kid one time. They are they in the room there playing the murder. I can't do. You can't do that nowadays. <laughs> you do that nowadays. They in the room there. They they didn't order. They didn't order fifteen pieces for an AR fifteen, and I ain't got time. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing. That's the only crazy part nowadays. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they're so willing to snap. These, these kids nowadays are willing to snap over nothing. I'm saying, they're, they're, no, they're it, it done changed. They doing TikTok dances and, and buying guns. And put them on TikTok. And put them on TikTok. And dare you to say something. But um, but it, it, that would also put me in the mind of everything that's going on too in the world, and I, and I, that's why I try to talk to not just my kids, but me being a mentor. Uh, I talk to a lot of kids nowadays too about what's going on in the world because I'm trying to figure out how, like, in my own little way, how can we stop so much going on? Because you look at these school shootings and like, 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 what is going on there? Because we'd have had what the last what three months over like five mass shootings. Like I yep. try to see what, what and the, and the, from kids who are the age of eighteen and younger, like what's what's really going on? What is your mind at? And I ask my kids the same thing: like, what is your mind at? What is going on? What is so serious in your head that you feel like this is your route? You know what I'm saying? And I, I talk to them because sometimes kids be like, "I'm just so depressed." What is you depressed about at fourteen? Like, what is it? That, and that was the thing I try to try to figure out too. You know, when we was fourteen and we was teenagers, we ain't have Facebook or Instagram or TikTok and none of this social media. So the dumb stuff we did wasn't put on for everybody to see. Right. We weren't able to get on and put a post up and be like, you know, I'm not feeling it today. Right. Times and changed. That's why we say that. And now, our kids, we don't we don't use the word step kids either. Our kids mm-hmm. are in a time now where they can do that. They can jump on social media and see all these uh, quote celebrities, and we saying quote, mm-hmm. um, live this lavish life, and these rappers, female, male influencers, if you want to call them that, mm-hmm. look like they're living a good life and. You know, they go to school and they see their kid, their friends are uh, living better than them. Uh, we don't care if it's down to having an iPhone and they don't have one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different uh, generation that we live in now. And a lot of people don't really know who the hell they are. Mm. They that don't. Part. That part, because yeah. number one, we ain't got no truth. Now we know everybody believes in their own religion and whatnot. We don't judge, it ain't our job. But right. what we feel is that a lot of people don't have no truth. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you are. You don't know right. on social media trying to be like, you know, Mulatto and who are Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, and we ain't saying nothing against them, but you ain't got to be like them. You that don't have true. to be like them. That is true. 
that, that's that, that's yeah. the influence that our daughters and you got NBA young boy, little baby, the baby, that baby. We don't know. It's so many. We can't even keep up. We're like, True. Who is it? And our son be looking at us like we all like for real, mommy. You don't know who? No, we don't know who this boy is. <laughs> no, we don't listen to them. No, oh, we don't, you know it's funny though. You know it's funny though. With my kids though, um, because I, I like I said, I, am, I mind you, I said I am, I'm four years younger than my wife, and so I'm not. I, it's weird. I'm taking my wife had her kids kind of young, so I'm not too much older than my stepkids. So I'm, oh wow. I'm 17 years older than my oldest son. So, and so it's, it's weird, but it's such a big age gap that I'm so much old. I feel so much older when he, when they, when they do stuff. Like when it comes to music, first of all, my youngest son said, once you turn 30, your life is just dead. So. <laughs> we 36, so, but that's a lie. Oh, let me see. I'm, I'm 30, like I'm 32. You would have thought that I am like 65. And yes, my youngest son. <laughs> You would you would have thought I am sixty five, like like he, like I played he played a song the other day I didn't know not one word to it. He, he like man, but, you just oh you don't you don't know nothing. Say, mm-hmm. That's okay. Then then the song he was singing, then the song he he was singing it, to me was the most depressing song I ever heard in my life. But he was singing it with his whole heart. Do you remember which one it was? I don't remember it, but all I know was somebody was dead. There's a lot. Oh, okay. and I was like. Yeah. I, 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 I said, huh? He, he was just singing it. He was singing it so hard, like, like I just don't want to see my mama cry. I was like, what the hell is this? this what? <laughs> and that's like, all that's on there. That's all that's on the radio now. And it's the same thing. Uh, who was that rapper? Triple X, uh, Tanishion. We can't say his yeah, name. X, X, we didn't know who he was. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how you say it. But we would took our son to do a uh, music video a couple years back, and he was playing, and we were looking at him like, who is this? And he like, mommy, <laughs> you know he dead, right? And we like, no. <laughs> let, let, me tell you, no. let me tell you, let me tell you all, man. You know, I can talk with my kids all day because it's funny. Um, <laughs> you got stories have, for days. I have no problem, y'all. I have no problem laughing at my kids. I, I would laugh at them in the face. And I have no problem. I do it in the face and laugh. Um... So we had a it was this rapper named um named Juice World. It was a rapper named Juice World, God rest his soul. <laughs> but uh he, he died. Yeah, he died. Him. yeah. So you so y'all know him. Okay. So rapper named Juice World. And I remember that it was when I had the podcast episode when I interviewed them about the, the way of the world or whatever. So right before we had that podcast episode, I interv- I talked to my we had we all the film was downstairs and I was talking to my youngest son, he's the biggest Juice World fan. So I said, so we're talking to him. I like, so we asked him, like, how did Juice World die? So he said, Juice World had a, a drug overdose and he died. Oh, so I'm like, I'm like, I said, I said, dang, like he just died of a drug overdose. He was like, no, what he did was he was on a, on his private jet. He took everybody's drugs so nobody would go to jail and he died. I'm like, what? Hold on, I said, wait a minute, excuse me, what? Huh? He said, exactly. He took everybody's on the plane's drugs. So, so they won't go to jail. They won't go to jail. He didn't think that he was gonna die. So why? Said, why did you not think that? that, that boom! That, that boom! That's exa- exactly what I said. So if you putting like, drugs that your body ain't familiar with in your body, that's like popping pills or ecstasy or anything. He did all, all of How that. How do you think your time. body gonna react? 
at one time. I'm, I'm trying to say it low so my son upstairs won't hear me. So he, he would okay. run downstairs. Yeah. He would run downstairs. You would hear this little man argue on his mic. But oh um, boy, he would. So he, I said it. He 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 got so mad. He got so mad at me that we went. We had an argument on our show on my show for probably like an hour because <laughs> he. You don't understand. What? You don't understand. He did it. He did it so he can so he can so he can protect everybody. He did it. He's he, yo. He should be honored for that. I said, huh? no, no. You got to say you got to protect your and, and it's crazy because we actually do understand because we unstuck our neck out there for people and we should have been dead. So we can kind of understand, but at the exactly. same time, you get one life, but you get one. Let me tell you this right that look. Forget that. You want us to pop a pill or put something in our body we ain't familiar with. Uh, you can do that. See ya. Holla. No. If, if it come down to it, and me and you on a, me and you in the car, and we got pulled over, and you say, Eric, I need you to swallow all of this right here. And it could be just Tylenol. I, that's on you. <laughs> I'm telling you this right here. I ain't got time. My stomach ain't. First of all, my stomach is weak. I ain't got the time to do it. Nope. So we wouldn't even ask. Like, if we in the wrong, just like, and we gonna say, it, even if we got put up with our husband, and we in the wrong, nah, baby, we'll, we'll take it. Go home. Yeah, but, but my thing was, the amount of drugs he swore, he, he, and he, and, I, my, and his, my thing was, I'm like, well, did anybody thought about just flushing it in the toilet? Did anybody just say, I'm gonna flush it down the toilet? Did, did anybody just suggest, look, let me just flush it down the toilet? No, nobody suggested that. So somebody said, I'm just nope. gonna. So he just said, he just he just volunteered to swallow all of this. Okay, okay. So so I told I said, that this is my words. We've made a man, I, and and I'm not trying to. I know people might be listening. I'm not trying to offend nobody. I said that was not. A, I said that was a dumb idea. That was a dumb idea. I'm not gonna say it was it was smart. That was a dumb idea. I wouldn't do it. That's what I'm saying. My son got so mad at me. my son got so mad at me. He stopped talking to everybody. He ran upstairs, closed the door. I ain't seen him for like an hour and a half. I didn't know what was going on. Because you know they're young and they feel like, well, he was trying to take an L for his people and, you know, he was probably trying to look out. You know, but that's what the issue is with a lot of our young people. They think they're going to live forever. Right. And you got to really get in the mind frame, like, you got one life to live. Once you're gone, that's it. Ain't no do-over. Ain't no let me wait back up or I'm going to do it all over again the right way. But they thinking, and we got kids, so we know, like, right. he was probably trying to look out for everybody. And it's nothing wrong with that, but you still got to make sure you don't get dead. But, that, but my thing was, and I told my son, I said, yo, because my, my, my son ended up quoting Black Panther and all that to me. <laughs> but my thing Who? was, he ended up quoting Black Panther after that. After that. Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> He he chose he chose death over bondage, but anyway, but um, <laughs> it was funny, but oh. um, <laughs> but my thing was, I, like I told him, I said, yo, I don't want you to go through life with that type of that type of mentality. I don't want you to go through life thinking that if you was in that situation, that you would take everybody's drugs to save everybody. I want you. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. First of all, I said, don't even put yourself in a, in a situation where they you even got to make that choice. That that you had to like choose to take everybody to take drugs. Everybody that doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want I wouldn't want him to do that. And don't get me wrong, like you said, no. we all have been in situations where we know we shouldn't put our neck out for somebody. We knew it. I'd have been in situations I'd like look, I shouldn't never looked out for some people. Never did that. 
Never should have. Never should have. Never should have. Could and like you said, could have been dead. I and I, and I would and like I said, I tell my own personal stories on my show. I done told the stories about how I got pulled over. I, I, I wouldn't give somebody. A, I gave somebody a ride. I, I, I would tell everybody. This is a, a story that was on my show. I, well, I think if it was on my show, it was on one of my other shows. Is that I went to a store one time, and a guy a guy was a guy was walking to the gas station, and um, he had um he had and no lie, this is honestly God truth. He walked to the gas station with a baseball bat and a and a gasoline jug. Huh? And yes, this, this is an honest guy's story, and I tell I tell my own stories on my show, and it's the real story. He was walking to the gas station. He was walking to the gas station one night. Um, it's three o'clock in the morning now. He's walking to the gas station. I stopped at the gas station. Um, I stopped at the gas station. We're grabbing something to eat. But I was coming back from coming back from like a party or something. So I, I stopped at the gas station. He come to the gas station. He he, he had he had a gasoline jug and a baseball bat. So in my head, I'm thinking he ran out of gas on the on the on the highway. He had a baseball bat just in case something happened. But he had, right. he had a gasoline jug. So that's what okay. I'm thinking in my head. So that's what I'm thinking in my head. So he saw me. He said, he said, hey, big man, can I get a ride? I'm like, I don't really know you like that, man. So I ain't going to give you no rides. Okay? So that was it. So he walked into the store. I went to the store. Went and got, did my, got my stuff, whatever. I seen an older cat I know that was in the store. And um, I, and my thing was, my biggest thing I did was wrong was, I would give people I know rides all the time. I should never do that. Of course. Um, so I seen the dude. I seen the older cat I know. He was like, hey, 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 big Eric. If you mind, can you give me a ride? Can you give me my homeboy a ride? Which he pointed to the guy with the baseball bat and the gas jug. Okay. Wow. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, dang! I just told this dude no, but I, I know you, I know you, dude. Since, since, you, since you know him, I'm gonna give you the ride. I get y'all the ride since you know him, right? Right. If I get relieved, the guy who had a jug, he had a bottle of wine that he got out the store, right? Okay. He's, he's outside talking to a guy. He dropped the bottle of wine on the on the ground, bust the bottle of wine, right? Whatever, I'm not paying that no mind. They get in my car. They get in my car. Right when I'm about to leave, a police car pulls up to the side of my car. Okay? Oh, boy. So I'm like, I'm looking around like, what's going on? I'm about to get in reverse. Another police car pull up on the other side of my car. Okay? I'm looking like, this is, this is weird. So I'm, I'm so soon I said it, the guy who had a, the gasoline jug looked at me and said, yo, just go ahead and leave, man. Come on, just go ahead let's leave. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Okay. So meanwhile, the guy I knew, the guy I knew who originally who asked me said, hey, I don't need to ride no more. He gets out the car. He gets out the car, leaving the other guy that originally I originally told no in the car. So I'm like, yo, hold on, what, what you doing, big guy? He's like, he's like, man, I'm good, man. I don't need to ride no more. So he gets out, dude disappeared around the store. So now I'm, now I'm sitting there looking weird because now this guy I don't know who had a gasoline jug just dropped a bottle of wine and I got a baseball bat in my car. So oh. I'm about to reverse the car. I'm about to reverse the car. This one, this is a, this is my example. I'm about to reverse the car. A police car pull up behind my car now. So now I got a police car on both sides of me and one behind me. All right? Mind uh-huh. you, the guy who I said no to is still telling me to back my car up. I'm like, man, do you not see this? What's going on? No lie, no lie, Miss Candy. Before I blinked, six cars, six cops cars came in and surrounded six. my car. Six cop cars surrounded my car. It's three o'clock That's in the morning. Unnecessary, but you don't need that many cars. That's crazy. Yes. yes. Now, mind you, I'm getting surrounded by six cop cars at this gas station. 
Wow. Not knowing what's not knowing what's going on. I'm confused. I'm trying to figure what's going on. This guy's still trying to tell me to go. I'm like, no, nah, brother, we ain't doing nothing. Why is they why are you telling me to go? You don't see these cops around me. Why are these cops surrounding me? Cops get out of the car, whatever. They took found out that he stole the wine that he just had in the other store. All this is for wine now. He stole <laughs> the wine out of the store. When what was when he seen he's when he's when he seen one of the um the store manager, he bust the wine on the side of the street. Which we thought I thought he accidentally dropped it, but he busted on purpose. Mm-hmm. So they run his license, they run his name, they 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 searched and run his name, right? Find out that this guy had warrants from New York all the way to North Carolina. You kidding? No lie, he had warrants from New York all the way to wow. North Carolina. The brother had the brother had kidnapping on charges. He had huh? um, robbery, kidnapping, robbery, attempted murder, a whole bunch of charges, right? Mind you, what? anything could happen to me now. First of all, it's me and you in this car. I promise you, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it out this car. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's what it was. Exactly. So the police around me, they talking to this guy. They trying to talk to me and him. They asked me that I know him. I don't know who this cat is. So I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get the other guy a ride. But meanwhile, you can't find the other guy. The other guy that took off. So. Um, so we talking. So when meanwhile they talking to the cat that I, they, in the car with me, he he gives them and no lie, I cannot make this up, Miss Candy. He starts speaking in a British accent. A British, a British accent out of nowhere. He starts speaking in a British accent. Said he's from Livingston, London. Oh wow, Livingston, no, so Livingston, England. He's like speaking in a British accent. The police is laughing. I'm confused. Now I'm going off. I'm like yo, y'all need to get this dude on my car. Hope what's still going on. He gonna ask me, can I still get my ride? Huh? Yes. Man, if you don't kick rocks, the heck? <laughs> Mind you, so all this is going on, man. You got police with the guns drawn and all this stuff. It's so much going on. I said, look, man, look. I went off so much, man. The police, he, he got out my car. He got out my car to go into the store to pay for the, I guess, the, for the wine he stole. And, and, mind you, we had over six, eight cars, six to eight cars, cop cars around me for wine. But there's one guy still in wine. So by the time they got on my car, by the time they got him on my car, I threw his baseball bat, I threw his um gasoline jug on my car. And I just haul ass. Sorry for cussing. I just hauled. And, hey, yeah, man, and I just hauled. So that's why I, I say that 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 helping other people, that was my last time really helping strangers. So I was like, yo, I knew that look, helping other people could have got me killed. Helping some people can get me killed. Certain people. Now I'm, I'm still helping people because that's what I am in my in my heart. Right. I still help people because that's through my podcast. I promote a lot of music, but certain people I knew how to, I, I knew how to fall back on. So I knew that I could be killed. Or I could have been killed. Like it's gonna be uh, easy. What you just said that that's crazy. But you know, that's the um. Unfortunate thing with helping people, you never know how it's going to end. <laughs> right, right. Man, but you know, I, we just be real cautious with that because some people have their own personal motive. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're helping them, but mm-hmm. luckily that worked out. But you didn't go to jail or nothing like that. So right. luckily that worked out, but it could have been a lot worse. Right, right. A lot and worse. Was, yeah. And that, and that's why I try to explain to my kids is that 
you, know, you got to be careful of the company you keep, who you're around, because you never know what could really happen. Your friends, whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. Be careful who you call your friends, even your enemy. Exactly. Even your enemy. They can be plotting against you. So, yeah, we know this is what you normally talk about on your show. You say you do it, you had your wife on as well? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We, um, I like I said, I bring my wife on. Um, my wife is Nicole, Nicole Green. Um, she, she's very, like I said, like I said, I think I don't know if I said on this round or, or earlier, me and my wife is completely opposite. Um, but yeah, you did, you did say that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah me and my wife is completely opposite. Um, yes, yeah, so I brought her on for a relationship talk we did, and um, we just pretty much explained the um, we pretty much had a conversation about our journey and, and, and our relationship. From beginning to end, um, me and my wife, we met through we we met through uh, my brother, who was her best friend, and her sister, who was actually one of I'm sorry, my brother is her best friend. Her sister was one of my good friends, um, and it was weird. Like I said, we had so much similarities, and um, we just talked about our ups and downs in our relationship. And this was the first time I was able to get I was able to get my wife on there, who was who's very reluctant to, to speak about anything, <laughs> but yeah. she got on there. And she spoke so she out talked me, but um, she spoke so honest about our relationship, and she told how she told about her her personal experiences and and stuff that we went through in our relationship. That we went through a lot of hard times in the, in the beginning of our relationship, and um, yo, know, but she spoke honest and she gave she she just gave her, her honest viewpoint like my like my sons did. She like she told her that look, it wasn't easy for certain things weren't easy for her. Like certain things wasn't easy for me, and um, we went like I said she really um she really stuck beside me through a lot of like dark points in my life, and yeah. um, that, that's what I love her. You know, saying so I had I had a real bad cancer scare a few years ago, and um, oh wow, yeah, a really bad cancer scare, and um, she was with me. She was with me through it. It was I think really early on in our relationship. Um, she was with me through it. And that's how, and that's how I knew that she was gonna be my wife. That that, that would uh -huh. let me know she would be my wife. She um, with, and and I said it. I said it on the show is that um, when I was really fighting, cause I, I I'm I'm the type of man that I I hide my pain in silence. I don't uh -huh. let nobody know. I don't let nobody know when I'm going through something. So when I was going through the pain, um, uh, when I found out that I could have had cancer, um. When I was going through that pain, I didn't let nobody know. And uh, when she found out, she actually was the one who got me in to go to the hospital. And um, she sat with mm -hmm. me every day. She sat with me every day. She called out of work. She came up there. She sat with me. I mean, I had to make her go to work. Um, but she sat with me every day. <laughs> uh, she sat with me. She fed me. She actually like, walked me through a lot of stuff. I had to learn how to walk again. Um, it was a lot. So she actually was there with me through a lot. And, yeah, um, that's nice. And that, that's and I, very and beautiful. Me. And when you have somebody, that's that's rare. Right. That's rare. And you know, we all know that. Wow. So definitely salute to her as well, because women, and obviously we want ourselves, but we the same way with our husband. You know, we try to be there and take care of him, and you know, just. Do whatever we can, and just to show that you know, no matter if you up, down, inside out, whatever, right. you know, we, we your wife and we got you, and 
you know, let her know we salute her for that as well. Because a lot of women, you know, wouldn't have been that strong. Right. You know, and it, it takes a strong woman to endure and with kids mm-hmm. and, you know, go through any of that. So it no copy can ever do that. You got to be an original. You have to be a soldier to do right. any of that. And a lot of people just get married because it looks all beautiful and glamorous and pretty. And marriage is not like that. You have your good days. Don't get us wrong. But you're going to have a lot of days where you may not be comfortable. You may not be cool. You're going to have to go through um, hardship, whatever, you know. But we just believe we your wife. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a title. It's not just a title being a wife and a husband. You have to actually put work in. It's like saying, I love you, but you don't show that person that you love them. Mm-hmm. And our husband says something to us all the time. Baby, I take better care of you than I take care of myself. Mm. So I love you more than I love myself. That part. But you know, but you know what? One thing I had to learn, though, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I had to learn. I had like, 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 I had to learn how to be selfish a little bit, selfless a little bit in relationship. You know, oh yeah. We um, like I said, because like, like I said, me and my wife, we had two different backgrounds growing up, and um, and I, it's weird because I tell her, I say, I'm, I'm more, I was more hardened than she is. So, like I said, so when me and her get together, we, we, we kind of bump heads on a lot of stuff. But like I said, when it came down to it, we had the same values. Right. That's what I love, what I love about her. You know what I'm saying? She, we have to, we, we, we bump heads on a lot of stuff. Like I said earlier, I'm more of a, I'm more of a, I'm more, like when it comes to special kids, I, I'm in your face. I, I'm the cusser. I like, I, I, I cuss a lot. I will get in your face with it. And, but she's, she's going to be, she's going to have, she's going to come in with more of a, of a, of a, of a, of a I'm going to pray for you. And, like mm-hmm. I said, but, I love the fact that we are each other yin and yin, yin, uh, yin and yang, and um, we able to come yeah, each other yeah, down balance really each other out. Yeah, we we able to come each other right. down when we need it. When we need it, we really need it. I know that she's really having a bad day. I'm able to like to pull it to the side, but she know I'm really struggling with something. She's able to calm me down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I realized that, like in the beginning of our relationship, I was going through a really hard time with um some past stuff. And she was able to calm me down from it. You know, so when I was really, I was getting real mad a lot. So she was able to calm me down. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I love about her. And I tell her, and I told her this right. I said, that's what I knew that between that and me being sick and everything was going on, I knew that, yo, this is the one I want to marry. This is the one right here. This woman right here is the person I know is is, is God sent for me. And like I said, whoever you want to believe in, whatever is, this person right here was sent for me. This person right here is is, right. is, is is my other half. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I appreciate that. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, y'all are brought together. And we know sometimes as women we get in all the emotions and whatever. We we go through it still now. Mm-hmm. You know, but when we love and care about somebody like we do with our husband and your wife does with you, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's a different kind of what's the word vibe that we're looking for a connection, mm-hmm. and it does 
it doesn't happen with anybody. You know, you have to have that right person. Like you said, you know she was going to be your wife, just like her husband told us. And we was looking like, huh? Oh, yeah, he said, I already claimed you as my wife. And we like, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we know, we know, what team was weird, though. What team was weird, though, because she told, like, I was not, when I said, I said, and I said at the beginning, I did not, expect, I was not looking for being married. I did not look to be in a serious relationship, none of that. So she was on the side, she was one game, and she like, you know what? I can see myself marrying you. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. no. We like, huh? No, 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 no. But, um, but, um, but, 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 and we were going through a lot. I was like, man, okay, no, you can't, I don't see yourself marrying me. No, you better go find yourself somebody else. But, um, <laughs> but we heard uh, that. We was like, Okay, because yeah. uh, we had just came out of a real bad relationship. We had been through right. three fights in our previous relationship. Mm-hmm. So when he said that, we was like, "Hold on, wait a minute, bro. Like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, I don't know about all that, but right. and it took us a minute, like, to really relax and be comfortable and just to trust, you know, somebody after all we had been through, and he had been through a lot too, but. You know, just like what you were saying, you was just like, hold on, wait a minute. But we had to, this apart, this ain't your plan, but this is how it's about to play out. Right. And, and I'm going to don't know if that makes sense at all, but, you know, we was just like hesitant, like, wait a minute, we ain't ready for all that. Or, <laughs> you know, none of that. But, you know, when you know, never, we never, and it's right, it's going to sound corny, yeah. but, you just—it's gonna happen. You can fight it all you want. <laughs> but we didn't—we didn't—we didn't expect a lot of stuff. And I told her because I don't believe in living in a fairy tale. And I told her I don't want to live in no fairy tale and like this perfect. And I and I and I told her I said because she had her way. If she had my wife had her way. We would have got married the first six months. <laughs> but but um, and I told her I said I said no. I don't want to get. I don't. I don't believe in getting married straight off of meeting somebody. I don't like that. I don't, that's not how I am. Um. But my thing was, I want us to go through life together. Let's experience life together. Mm-hmm. Then if marriage comes, that's how it's going to come. And we experienced life together. We experienced a lot of ups. We experienced a lot of downs together. And that was, and my thing was, I want us to build a, a, a relationship for real outside of just going through the, you know, the, through your honeymoon phase in life. You know what I'm saying? I want us to go through the honeymoon phase. And then they say, no, you want to get married because you're in the honeymoon phase. And once the honeymoon phase is over, you're like, why I married this person? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's what it was for us. When we got when and when, I, when me and her got married, we had went through actually we had went through counseling and all that mess before we got married. So we had went through a lot of ups and downs. And that's like okay, cool. We now we know okay, through the good and bad, we are still here. We done fought through a lot. We are still here. So in a day, like you like you said like you said earlier, when you said y'all bought you packed your bag, and your husband said, "Man, you can't go nowhere. You, you put that bag on in the back of the room." Yeah, where you going? Yeah, where, where you the next day, he was like, "Put your bags back in the." Yeah, <laughs> what? I mean, you, you left after that. You, you, you packed your bag for real, man. You don't gonna put that bag back. But that, that's what I was saying. And, and I thought, like, we have gotten to. We never. I don't think we got to the place where we packed our bags. But, but we had gotten to the place where I mean, we had gotten to arguments where I was like, "Look, man," because what happened? If I get too mad, I'll just leave. I'll leave. 
to calm myself right. down. I'll leave for a while to calm myself down. And and I would tell her, I said, look, I don't never want to get myself to a place where I will leave and not come back. Right. So, so I told her, I said, look, I will leave. Let me leave and calm myself down. But then I, I said, but I'm going to let you know, I'm always come back. I'm going to always come back. Yeah. Just give me just give me a minute to calm myself down. But I'm going to come back. And so that's how it is for us. Just like I said, we just had to, we had to go, we had to go through, like I said, every relationship, you're going to go through some hard times. We're going to go through the hard times. But yeah, like I said, that's, that's my baby. She's, she's with me. She gets some of my nerves. Oh, yeah. I can't stand a big forehead, but I, I love her. <laughs> love her. Can't, same way, but we here, we together. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're going to make it work. We're not make it work, but you get what we're saying. But yeah. it's, I, it's, I love it. you. You love me, and it was our emotional uh, content that we like to use. It had nothing to do with him because we was the type like, oh, well, you just going to talk. We out. Holla. (laughs) (laughs) But even we have to tell ourselves now, okay, baby, you married. You can't just, I want to leave. I'm done whenever you get an attitude. So that's something that has nothing to do with him, it's us. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what we have to hold ourselves accountable for because a lot of times we like to blame our spouse or mom or cousin, friend, whoever for how we act, but we can't control them. We can only control ourselves. So we had to sit back and be like, okay, what are you doing? Because it ain't just that other person. What are you doing Yes. to contribute to the situation? So we had to, okay, Check yourself. Sit. Yeah, they said X, Y, Z, A, B, C. They probably said whatever. Cool. How how you handling? That part. And I don't think people understand that you gotta you do gotta put yourself in check like sometimes because it been times where I it been times where we get arguments. I had to realize yo, I started that argument. I could I could I could have let her I could have let her have it. It was on me. It was on me. I started that one. I started that one. And there been times when she had she had to she had taken she she had taken me. She's like, you know what? I was wrong. That was my fault. Yeah. Like I said, we're wrong. It takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to call you back and say, look, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And we women, but we ain't mean to cut y'all, but we women, we so and this coming from a woman, we are so stubborn. We're doing that. Oh, yeah. We we will not do that for ooh for nothing. We swear, but that's what we have to do now, and that's what we love because being with our husband, he 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 wonderful, y'all. Just if we could give a definition of patience, it would be him, straight up. Because we done spazzed out, and he just be like, he could have told us, you know what, this ain't gonna work. You got to go. He could have said that so many times, but he didn't. Tell your husband to send me the blueprint, the book, the 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 the, the brochure on how to get patients. I'm trying. I don't. He got all do that. He I got all that. We'll let him know. I'm trying. I don't understand, y'all. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I'm thinking about it. I don't know how to do it. Well, we'll we'll explain this. And like we said, our job is not to force nobody. We gonna say it, so we gonna close out. But like we said earlier, we are Muslim. Okay. So we believe in a line. We know you said your wife was Christian right. and I'm Elijah Muhammad. And what we believe is peace. Right. That's what we teach. Okay. We may not agree. We may not get along, but the law is going to settle whatever argument we have. 
But what we got to do is get rid of our emotions because what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong, especially when you're married. Mm-hmm. What we believe in is that we're being watched. So just like we just said, how did we handle the situation? Mm-hmm. Forget what they did. Forget what they said. Mm-hmm. All that. They may have been, they could have been dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Dead wrong. But how did you handle it? Right. So right. what we believe in is peace. Mm-hmm. We love one another. We may not agree. We may not get along. And even our husband said, we're going to go through things. Mm-hmm. We said it. But what we believe is you treat people in so many, we can get into so deep, we're going to be a whole another hour <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> but yeah. What we believe in, we'll link y'all up. If, if like we said, we're on force, we'll link y'all up if you want. But um, what we believe is, you know, you treat people how you want to be treated. And that's mm-hmm. what a lot of people don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways we can go about it. What our role is, what his role is, he's the leader. Okay, I understand that. Right. So whatever, if we have a disagreement or whatever, mm-hmm. he's going to get the blunt of the chastisement. We we get it too. Don't get us wrong. Mm-hmm. We get it too as, as Muslim. We get it. But right, right. He'll get the most of it because the man is supposed to lead. So, so I hate to cut you off. So, so would it be from y'all from from would it be from from y'all surroundings that would be the chastising, or how that works? Uh, let's see how we can we uh, explain it. Um, that how you your emotion, like we said a minute ago, mm-hmm. And say, for instance, like we have a disagreement or whatever, and like we said, we as one, we can be valid. He can be mm-hmm. dead wrong. We can be dead wrong. Mm-hmm. But we grade it, if you will, on how we handle it. Mm-hmm. Like we can just like say, you know, baby, we was wrong. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, no, baby, I apologize. I mean, I was doing X, Y, Z, A, B, C. So it's just in your reaction, how you react to certain things. Mm. So being Muslim and learning Islam, the one of the main things we teach is to get rid of your emotional content because just like we talked about earlier, it can get you dead. Mm-hmm. Right, and we can get in the dead with it, but we'll be on here for a couple right. more hours, which we'll be cool with when I see, yeah. like I said, because I, I would like say I'm more, I'm some Christian too, and but my thing is, I'm always, I'm always open to listen to other people's like viewpoints, and right. I've always been open to listen to how other people like live their life and whatever. My thing also too with me has always been um, searching for peace, mental peace, mental. You're like, look, I have a mental episode, to, and like, I'm always bringing it back to my, I will always bring it back to my episode, my podcast. But um, mental, like having having a mental health. Uh, a piece like finding peace in your mental health has always been one big, um, big aspect in my life. Um, right. I did an episode on the two where I interviewed a lot of podcasters. Um, I had different podcasters come on and they all share their own personal journeys. Um, but I, it, like I said, finding peace in my own life is something that's been really big. I'm really big on it, and I loved it. I just loved it when you touched on that. That's something that really like fascinated me when you were saying. Uh, I just that's why that's why make me ask the questions on it. 
Um, but yeah, oh, I no, you, you know, you y'all ask whatever you want to ask, and yeah, yeah. we will answer. You know, and like I said, our job is not to force. You know, we definitely don't judge. That's not our job at all. But if we can teach our people something, and at least enlighten them, you know, we for that all day and. It, whatever path, everybody have their own path. We understand that. Um, it's not our job. So, like we said, that's one of the reasons why we like doing our show is we talk about that almost every episode. Um, but we believe in our religion and everything. We talk to Christians, so we talk to them all the time. So, you know, but that's just what we do. So our apologies on that. But you know, that's just we try to teach and whatnot and you know see my thing was I've never been one of those type of per- the type of people that be like you gotta go my way I don't never that's not how I am no I, no, I just no. my thing my thing is I'm always been willing to learn from I feel like we can learn from each other. Um of course, I always, yeah always always like I said I love listening to other people's life and how they how, how they cope how they cope through life. So right. I love that. I love that and I love what you say about how you and your husband um, how, how, how y'all deal with your own your own situations, and I love that. I, I noticed when you said that y'all get chest size. Um, and oh I yeah. Like, how's that? Like how's that work? Like because with us, with us is we like I said with me and my wife, it's our family. So we both family oriented, and like I said, we have family who will actually call us out when we run. You get what I'm saying? That's what. That's what you need though. That's what it is for us. Like, like if it, like for example, like my brother is my my wife's best friend. You get what I'm saying? My 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 brother was my wife's best friend. So my brother will always come. My brother would be very neutral, and we don't really we don't really like taking up like unless it's really big. We don't take our business outside of our. If we have problems, we don't take it out away from me and her marriage. You know what I'm saying? It's outside our oh, marriage. Oh no, no. But if it's something really, really, really big, that let's say it's something really big, and I just left for a while for real, I will always confide in my brother. Right. So what my brother would do is he'll he'll, he'll get my side and he'll get her side and he'll come back and like he'll call us both like, look, this this was this you was wrong on this and you was wrong on that. And I love the fact that that we was we able to get called out on it. And sometimes, and you know, say you know your family will always tell you, no matter what you tell your family, you was right. Like mm-hmm. your family always tell you that you're right. No matter what you did, you was right. You done stabbed your husband 16 times, but he deserved it. <laughs> no, and he didn't. But that, that say what he say. But that's our family be that family be though. Look, look, yep. look. He, he shouldn't he shouldn't have left the toilet seat up then. He shouldn't he shouldn't have left the toilet seat up. He shouldn't he wouldn't got stabbed 16 times. He ain't let the toilet seat up. But that's what it was. That's how some family members are. But I love that my family is willing to tell me, yo, Eric, you're wrong. When I'm when I'm wrong, you know what right. I'm saying. Even when I feel like I'm right, my family will come. My family will put me to the side. Well, Eric, you see how that sound? You was wrong on this. You know what I'm saying? They would tell me, especially my my brother would definitely tell me. Um, I have, yeah. I have like me and my little sister, we are very close. She would tell me, Eric, you was wrong. You was very wrong with this. If it's something that Nicole wrong, they will call Nicole. Nicole, you was very wrong. You was wrong. Or, or Nicole's like if she had a problem. She could find somebody. They would call her and tell her you was wrong. Or they would call me, Eric, you was wrong. And then they would make a. They'll make me and her go back, and we had to talk. We need to talk this out. Right, 
And that's what you need, like real people in your corner, because we done been across people that done did us wrong and their family just be like Ray Charles, like they see nothing. And we just be like, Are you serious? None of it. None of it. And that's the thing. And like and 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 that's my thing is I have even my family. When my family is wrong, I would tell nothing wrong. I've I've been the person like said when they're wrong. I'll defend, I would defend my family to the T, but I would tell to the side, I'll tell them to their face, look, man, what the heck mm-hmm. was you doing? What the heck was you doing? Mm-hmm. That don't make no sense. Think. And I would tell them in a minute, think. But um, but yeah, man, I do feel like, yo, and I love that the fact that you said that y'all, you said your Muslim family, that y'all all support each other. And when something happens, that y'all able to, like I said, something wrong, somebody's wrong, y'all, you, you pull them to the side, look, this is what you're doing. You chastising them. Right. Look, that's what's up. I appreciate that. I you never that. ever do that if if you're able to. You never ever chastise another Muslim in public, just to let y'all know. If you're able. Now, if they're acting the fool, by all means, check them right then. But my husband do it with us. Sometimes we don't want to hear it. But we have to. You know, and we check ourselves. Okay, you know, do this different next time or whatever. Same thing with him. And he's been studying longer than we have. And he he even be like, you know, maybe I apologize or whatever. But whatever you believe, you got to have real people in your corner, not just yes people that's going to tell you what you want to hear. So, you know, you have to have that. But um, yes, man, um, thank you so much for all your insight. We've been an hour and 25 minutes. Did you know that? See, see well, technically, it's been two hours. We we talked for like almost an hour the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And we're going to put both episodes on because it did record the first one. So it's probably going to cut off. But just for your time, we're going to put both on there. Okay, so we're okay. going to send both links to you and we're going to put both on YouTube. Okay, cool. Because, cool. like we said, we're going to keep our word. But um, I think it's been longer than that. <laughs> So our husband in the other room, he patient, so he he don't trip like that. So, you know, we definitely don't complain about that. But um, tell him to keep the bed warm, right? We you coming? Oh, he does. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) He watching a movie right now. But um, yeah, man. Before we get out of here, give everybody a little bit more about your podcast and where they can find you at your social media. Um, if they want to connect with you, um. And so on and so forth. Got you. And again, my name is Eric G. Um, you find me again. My podcast is Random Thoughts with Eric G. You can find me on all platforms: Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Um, I'm on YouTube, Random Thoughts with Eric G. I'm on Twitter, Random Thoughts with Eric G. I'm also you can also um, chat with me on uh, on um, you know I'm old again. My mind go <laughs> on uh, Instagram. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. Oh, random thoughts with Eric G. Chat me. Like, you got a request? Y'all want to like send something in? Or you want to talk to me about anything? Yo, just inbox me on Instagram. Uh, inbox me on Twitter. I like. I'm new to all of that right there. Just inbox me. I, I promise you, I'm gonna text you back. Um, yo, I'm I'm everywhere. If y'all ever want to talk, chat, I'm there. Um, also check out my um check out my Facebook, Eric Green. Um, on there you get a chance to learn about my organization, the Green Rose Foundation, which was named after my mother, um, Anna Rose Green. Uh, may she rest in peace. Um, and yo, and that's pretty much it. 
And I, and again, uh, I want to thank I'm saying the Queen Candy Podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. I really, no love, I really love this conversation. And again, I love that. Like I, said, I love to talk, and we had a great conversation. Thank you so much. No, no problem at all. But if you ever need us on your show, we'll come on. Yeah. Um, like I would say, it's no pressure at all. You know, you know how to contact us. So just let yeah. us know. Um, we, we, we definitely enjoyed fact. the conversation. Let's go ahead. As a matter of fact, yeah, when I have some shows I have in mind coming up, I will definitely get in touch with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, We're going to do that. And y'all already know y'all can catch the Queen Candy podcast on any platform. Oh, wow. That you can hear one on um, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, the Queen Candy podcast. Shout out to Eric G for, you know, just giving us real insight, letting us know what he about, what he got going on. Thank you for taking the time out to be on the Queen Candy Podcast. If you want to be on again, you know how to hit us up. Um, we can definitely do like a group or whatever. Now we learn how to do this on Anchor. <laughs> so we getting it down pat now. So you the second, well, no, third. Uh, third, I apologize. Um, person we interviewed since we figured out how to do this on here. Like we said, we all still learning, y'all. So we you know trying to get together, but thank you again, Eric. Um, give wifey our regards, of course, and the kids. Um, and anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I'm trying to think. Um, no, I'm good right now. Y'all stay blessed, y'all stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all still wear your mask. COVID is still out here in these streets. Y'all just be y'all stay be home. Careful. Don't, don't, don't stay home. Stay home. But don't stay at home, y'all. No, no, we need some money. We broke. They ain't giving us no more stimulus check. There ain't no more stimulus checks coming, y'all. Y'all better get out here and make some money. Y'all better go to work. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. We ain't even think about that. Too. You just said it. Ain't no more free more money. Ain't no more free money. I wish that uh, it never some... was. No, we need some. They need to give us some food stamps. Then we need some more food stamps. Give us those. <laughs> Joe, Joe, lower the gas prices and give us food stamps. Go well, what is gas now? Ten dollars, ten ninety-five. <laughs> Something like that, man. It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy, man. But listen, but like we said, and to anybody that hear this, man, y'all don't have to be no copy. You can be an original. To anybody that's struggling, whatever you're doing, stay focused. Keep grinding. Keep doing it, Eric. Keep doing your thing. We. Definitely happy. Wifey is supportive. Our husband is supportive of what we do. Um, y'all, it's hard out here right now. Whether you're doing the podcast or anything, it's hard out here right now, y'all. So we got to stick together and stand up. You know, don't let nobody tell you what you can't do, what you capable of. Only you know that. You know, and that's just what we talk about on our show, one of the many things. And, you know, we're going to keep going. We got more amazing people we're going to have on the show. Um, we just rambling right now. But, yeah, um, we definitely happy. We love what we do. We're coming up on two years, October, um, doing our show. And we're starting to do interviews now. It's actually starting to grow. So we're definitely happy about that. Lots of greats for that. We got to say that, y'all. Um, <laughs> but shout out to Eric again. Thank you, man, for coming on. Thank you. Um, being on the show. Um, you know how to hit us up. 
if you ever need a guest or anything like that, you ever need anything, you're a wifey, whatever, y'all more than welcome. If y'all want to sit down and chit-chat, talk, you know, we always extend that invitation to anybody. Um, if not, we can still do business. Um, we got y'all. We're going to promote, push, and, you know, we're going to keep moving forward. So. Okay. All right, man. Yeah, thank you again. Thank you, thank you. And um, we're going to hit y'all with a little track real quick. Eric, if you need to go, you're more than welcome to hang up. It's no pressure at all for you to stay on. So we're going to hit everybody with this last track, and we're going to close out. Thank you to Eric once again, and we're going to close out on the Queen Candy Podcast. <laughs>